0: Hi everyone, this is KK Downing of KK's Priest and you're watching CMS TV.
1: Dirty looks right here on your classic metal show with Blue Tequila going out by request to uh Jim Balduff. He says uh it's Henrik guard's birthday this Monday, the eleventh. So would you play Blue Tequila off the five Easy Pieces release?
2: It's not like he's gonna be drinking it.
1: Nope. Nope. We'll have to pour one on the ground for the lost soul. That's right. And uh we also heard uh what are we hearing? Tia Matt. Tiamat. I never Tiamat, Tiamat. Is that how you say that? Yep. That uh, would be going out to uh, Sirloin, who says, uh, Mr. Neely, I'd like to request cold seed by Tiamat. Thanks as always. Hail and pal. Hail and pal. Swishy, swishy faggotry and facial discipline. Wow. All right. So, <laughs> so there you are. And then uh, Lisa Vanessa. Checking in with uh, some docking Heartless Heart.
2: Sure, you fought with yourself to play that one.
1: Good good evening, guys. Could you possibly play uh, Heartless Heart? On a side note, I was watching a movie called Red Dawn. I'm sure we both know Red Dawn. Yeah. Uh, it made me think of some of the topics you guys have been talking about lately. Guns and about how the youth and how everything's going to hell because everyone is swishy. Yeah, and everybody on the swishy.
2: That's right, <laughs> and
1: the teenagers for some reason look more masculine back then. Maybe it's the fact that they had more testosterone. Just a random thought. And <laughs> like kill happy holidays.
2: Or they just like to get laid back then.
1: <laughs> it's just funny that that term swishy just keeps popping up in my emails.
2: Well, we use it too. I don't know if you saw, but one of the segments last week was called the Swishy Swishin Invasion. Yeah, I, I
1: did. I did see that. <laughs> the whole swishy mail. That's right. It's like what the hell?
2: We're doomed, man. We're doomed. It's just, it's just the way it is.
1: Well, it was a, uh, it was an engineered thing that uh, weakened the nation, weakened the males, weakened everything. So uh, we're just ripe for takeover.
2: Yeah. Well. We're right on the cusp, but if the Japanese, or the Chinese, rather, decide to take us over, we'll just lay down.
1: And you better learn how to speak Mandarin real quick.
2: Mm-hmm. Baggity. Blaze oh glory. That's the only yeah. way I'm I'm going. Yeah. Baggity mails That's right. That's like this week, uh, pinball PA thing. I probably shouldn't say this, but I will anyway. So we get an email this week. Yes. Asking if it would be okay to have a furry party. Was it from Google? Yeah, well, I don't know who it was from. It was just some <laughs> furry guy. Party. But you know what my answer was? Of course. I'll take your money. Yeah.
1: As long as it's green and it's spendable.
2: Yeah, as long as you ain't fucking on my pinball machines, well, I really don't, don't care.
1: Don't be, uh, don't be fucking people. Yeah. Now, tell me something. And, and again, this is not fact. This is just just opinion mm-hmm. your opinion yeah. is is the whole furry thing is this
2: just a perversion thing yes okay absolutely it is 100 percent a sexual thing for people that will not fully engage in sexual things okay so it, it that's what it is it's a straight up it's the same it's it's this it's it's like in our day we called it role play. Okay. You know, I want you to be a fucking naughty nurse or whatever. and right. Come in and give me a sponge bath on my ball sack or whatever. <laughs> you know, that was, uh, that was our version of furries. But now as they use their, their parents' credit cards or whatever, they get these costumes and go all the way with it. Okay. And I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a chihuahua and you're going to be my, Jerky my, shepherd. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hey, you're going to
1: dominate me like a German
2: shepherd. That's right. <laughs> you're going to pit your bull right in me. <laughs> but it's the
1: same shit. I know. It's just it's just really bizarre how uh, fads like that or trends like that catch on, and people are all in about it. You
2: well, know? this cosplay thing, dude, it ain't a fad. This shit's been going on for 15 years or so now. I understand
1: now. that. I get that. I You know, I, I think that probably, like, started – probably with like star wars
2: yeah probably you
1: know everybody wanted to be a a, a stormtrooper or
2: or darth vader Vader, or whatever whatever. yeah
1: or Mm -hmm. you know the the real furry chewbacca
2: yeah that's the first one i can remember where people would show up at the movies dressed like the fucking weirdos Trying to think if there's anything else, but even like King Kong or none of that, nobody ever showed up dressed as an ape or anything.
1: Yeah, and, You know, and, and again, the whole showing up to the movie, you know, obviously uh, what was that movie? Uh, Rocky horror picture show. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, that kind of started, started that trend a little bit. Mm-hmm. That, that was, that was from what the late yeah. seventies, late seventies, early part of the eighties.
2: Yeah. Something in there. Yeah.
1: You know, so you know that that was whole a whole event where people would go to the they would have the special showings at midnight or whatever and you know the, all these people yeah i never did either <laughs>
2: <laughs> well,
1: there's, there's some truth to that
2: yeah i don't know what that means slant-eyed fucking chinks i don't know what that what, what that's a reference to
1: i think that's i think that's the uh the uh problem with the fence
2: down there is that what it is the yeah. chink in the fence that that could very that's probably it is chink in the fence is. yeah i'm sure it is mm-hmm. good point now it makes sense yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: and uh dude yes uh chinaman is not the preferred nomenclature asian american please. did i say chinaman oh i just stopped just oh. quoting big Lebowski. <laughs> oh i was gonna say did i say that <laughs> oh you didn't say that i was just kind of making a, oh. a reference about that
2: i was gonna say <laughs> one, it must have slipped out of my mouth I didn't, no I you know.
1: didn't say that i was just i was just thinking because i watched that movie again the other night just you know, because I was just looking for something to watch. And-
2: Dude, that is one that you and several other of my friends get that I don't. I, I love that movie. I've tried and tried. I've watched it now four or five times. I watched it maybe a month ago. Yeah. And I just was like, what the fuck am I watching here? <laughs> but I'm like that with Pulp Fiction, too. Yeah, see, I, I love that movie, too. And, and so do all of my friends. Yeah, All of my friends, they're constantly with the quoting of the
1: you know, I, I mean, if you listen back to the old ONA, uh, mm-hmm. Anthony is constantly quoting Fargo and yeah. Pulp Fiction. Well, Fargo, and, I get. You know, and Big Lebowski and things like that. Yeah.
2: Doesn't mean I like them just because Anthony did it. I mean, I, I've tried, I man. Yeah,
1: what I'm saying is that is that even Anthony was into the whole Pulp Fiction thing. You know? Sure.
2: Dude, I get it. A lot of almost everybody loves Pulp Fiction. I am the very rare person that does not like Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And I don't know why. Because I like other movies that are sort of similar. Like, I like Kill Bill.
1: See, I don't like I, Kill Bill.
2: And you would think if I liked one, I would like the yeah, other? No.
1: Yeah, I don't like Kill Bill. I, I, th- I don't like the unbelievable...
2: Um, that she's a superhero?
1: ...action type thing, yeah. you know, where she's jumping up in the air and doing these... Incredible roundhouse kicks and all this other shit, you know? Yeah. It's just bizarre.
2: Try it stoned. Well, if they ever start selling pot here, I will try it stoned.
1: Well, I don't get stoned, but I love those movies. I watch them all the time.
2: I'd like to try it stoned. I want to try a lot of things stoned. Now that it's legal, I want to get high all the time. But unfortunately, they're still not selling here. They're still dicking around uh kelly hit me this week and said that it might not be they might not start selling pot here legally until fucking next september like what what the fuck
1: nine months away
2: what the fuck i don't want to have to keep driving to michigan
1: (laughs) since when do you drive to michigan to get?
2: well i pay someone to do it but (laughs) i still don't want to pay for it i just want it to be down the street at one of these fucking puffin' stuff places or whatever they have around here. Puffin stuff. That's what they have for the vape for the vape <laughs> vape pens or whatever. Is
1: this a Sid Marty Croft production? That's what
2: it's called, <laughs> puffin' stuff. <laughs>
1: it's the mad hatter Is is uh is uh
2: hi babe <laughs>
1: nelson riley yeah. is, is he is he on this
2: he may be i don't know He's a, i've not i've never father. gone in there for the vape pens but once they start selling weed i'll definitely be in there that's funny i cannot wait but man how can it be legal but nobody's selling it for another 10 fucking months what is that
1: yes they got to get a license
2: well d- can it take 10 months to get a license
1: yes it can Getting that license is a a stringent process. God.
2: Get high and abort a baby. Yes, please. (laughs) Kill babies and smoke weed. I'm all in.
1: A pack of wraps, my brother man. Time to kick back, kill a baby, and smoke some weed.
2: Damn straight.
1: (laughs) Noise, 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 smoking weed
2: drinking and, beers
1: and drinking beers pack of wraps brother man
2: yeah i was definitely disappointed when i saw that the seventh came and went without legalized weed being available It'll get here as and as i will as be a gummy munching motherfucker
1: well as if, as, as if uh, the legalized part is uh you know gonna stop you
2: well no, I don't give a shit about breaking the law. I for me it's it's more about the the convenience. I want the convenience and I want the high grade stuff. It's fucking you know, if you buy if you buy weed or gummies or whatever here, it's a fucking crapshoot. You really don't know what you're buying. I'd rather buy it, you know, engineered correctly. We're <laughs> not to worry about somebody putting some fucking fentanyl or something in it. Sure. Rather just get me some gummies and kick back and watch Pink Floyd The Wall. Be all fucked up. Noise, noise, noise. Smoking weed, smoking weed. Doing Coke, drinking beers. Pack her ass, my good man. Time to kick back, drink some beers, and smoke your weed. Damn straight.
1: <laughs> I had that clip handy. I'm,
2: I'm sure you did. One of our favorite movies ever. We both agree on that one.
1: Well, I will admit that at least we had a character actor that was here on the show. We did. Can you remember
2: his name? Uh, Nope. I don't. I remember him. I remember his name. What's his name? The Chulies guy. (laughs) That's his name? That's That's his name, Chulies guy.
1: (laughs) The Chulies guy. I gotta look oh, at just, Steve you, something, right? You, you just drummed up all this anti-smoking sentiment to what sell some more gum?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Julie's guy clerks. What was his name? Um clerks. Who is the Julie's guy in Clerks? Scott Shifa <laughs> God, we had him on the show. You
1: have it right in front of me. I <laughs> still can't pronounce his name.
2: We had him on the show. I know. Scott, S-C-H-I-A-F-F-O. Shifo? Shifo? Shifo, Shifo. We had him on the show. That You got to admit, that was one of the better um, mystery guests. <laughs> so mystery we don't know now. <laughs> my nephew
1: chiming in with, he smells the changes coming. Yeah, you smell it.
2: <laughs> Here he is. Here he is.
0: What, 20, maybe $30 a week on your cigarettes? Yeah. 40. 53. $53 a week on cigarettes. Come on, would you give somebody that much money each week to kill you? Cause that's what you're doing now by paying for this so-called privilege to smoke? Hey man, we gotta crow sometime. Oh. It's that kind of mentality that allows the cancer-producing industry to thrive. Of course we're all gonna die someday. But do we have to pay for it? Do we have to actually throw hard-earned dollars down on the counter and say, Please, Mr. Merchant of Death, sir, please, sell me something that'll stink up my breath and my clothes and fry my lungs? Now, wait a second. Yeah. Yeah, now here comes the speech about how he's just doing his job by following orders. Friends, let me tell you about another group of hate mongers that were just following orders. They were called Nazis. (laughs) 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 Fucking Nazi. Yeah! And they practically wiped an entire nation of people off the earth just like your cigarettes are doing now. I think you're gonna leave now. You want me to leave? Why? Because somebody's telling it like it is? Somebody's giving these fine people a wake-up call? No, you're loitering and causing a disturbance. (laughs) I'm a disturbance? You're the disturbance, pal! You know, here, now I am a customer. I'm gonna buy some Chewley's gum, yeah, all right? I'm a customer. Engage in a discussion with the other customers.
2: That's right.
0: Yeah, shut know. up yeah. so smoke yeah. my big fat gum. Yeah, see, he's scared now, because he sees the threat we present. He smells the change is coming. You can smell it. You definitely <laughs> are the source in this area, and we're gonna shut you down for good. For good, good. cancer immersion! Cancer immersion! Cancer immersion! Who's hmm. leading this mob? <laughs> that guy! <laughs> Freeze! Let's see some credentials. Slowly! You're a Chulis gum representative? Chulis? And you're stirring up all this anti-smoking sentiment. To what? Sell more gum? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so she was kind of cute in that movie, right?
2: Yeah, I liked her.
1: But, but man, she became a fat mini driving mom in that. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, by the third one.
1: In, in that uh, Clark's Three movie.
2: Yeah. It's like 37 a- in so- a row?
1: <laughs> 37?
2: <laughs>
1: My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks.
2: In a <laughs> row?
1: Great movie! It is a great movie, and I might have to watch that uh, after 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 the show after the show tonight.
2: (laughs) Have a have a marathon of all three of them.
1: Well, at least the original Clerks.
2: Yeah, the original.
0: My girlfriend sucked thirty seven dicks in a row.
2: (laughs) Randall's the man.
1: (laughs) Thirty seven dicks in a row. It's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Make like a circus seal. <laughs> <laughs> Line you up, bunch of other guys, just like a circus seal. All uh, right. Uh, well, what else you got for us? Anything in particular?
2: Well, let's um, let's talk about something. We talked about this a while ago. Okay. And it got resolved, but I don't know how. Scott Rockenfield. Settled his legal battle with the other guys with now, Wilton and what, Eddie Jansen. What, what was the legal battle? Um. What was the issue? I think money. I think well, he 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 felt like he wasn't getting his proper his proper royalty money. Well, who was in charge of that? The corporation. I'm thinking.
1: Okay, so he didn't. Let's well, see, I these are the kind of things that I don't understand that. Uh, I would assume, and that's that's a big problem right there, but I would assume that you know a corporation or a band has an agreement mm-hmm. that, that whatever the split is or whatever the uh, financial arrangement is for the songs of the band and blah 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 and who gets what and what right. and royalties was he saying that he his money was being withheld or he felt that he deserved more?
2: Well, I'll read you exactly what it says here. All right. That's a good one. Rockefeller filed a lawsuit against Wilton and Jackson, alleging, among other things, breach of contract, breach of fiduciary duty, and wrongful discharge. In the lawsuit, Rockefeller claimed he took a paternal leave of absence from Queensryche in February of 2017 after his fiance experienced complications from the birth of their son and had to have an emergency C-section. According to the drummer, his leave of absence was approved by the members of Queensryche, and he was to retain equal one-third interest in all Queensryche companies, QR companies, including tri Corporation, Mellow Disc Limited, Queensryche Merchandising, Inc., EMS Music, LLC, and Queensryche Holdings, LLC. Scott alleged that on or about October 11, 2018, Wilton and Jackson purportedly voted to dismiss Rockenfeld from the QR companies due in whole or in part to his taking of approved family leave. Rockefeller was informed of this purported dismissal from the QR companies in a letter dated November 3rd, 2018.
1: All right. So how long was he going? <clears throat> time he said, Hey, my chick is having problems to, to the time that he had come back to work per se.
2: Um. Just a, Year and eight months, just a year and eight months, she was still probably recovering.
1: So that C section wouldn't uh, heal for some goddamn reason, and he had to sit by her side and he couldn't go out, hold there.
2: her hand the entire time. Okay,
1: so for close to two years, he yeah. didn't participate in the band,
2: yeah from february 17th until november 18 february of 2017 till november of 2018 when he was thrown out the band
1: all right so my suspicion and again i don't know this this is just my um you know my opinion Mm -hmm. so his chick is having complications with a c-section so he goes hey i got to I don't know if they were on tour at the time or not, or if he had to. I'm
2: sure, they were because they were putting out all those Todd LaTori records then. All right,
1: so they they had, he had to. He goes, "Listen, I got to go home. My chick needs me." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Okay, we get that. They go, "Okay, yeah, go go tend to your family business, right?" So, what is a reasonable amount of time to be away from the band to go? Okay, it's time for me to go back to work, hon. You know, I'm glad you're feeling better.
2: Well, in a a normal job, it's what? Six weeks? Six weeks? weeks? Yeah. So I'd
1: say six weeks. So he's away from the band for a year and a half.
2: For a (laughs) hundred weeks.
1: Or or more. And they're going, hey, uh, are you coming back or what are you doing? Mm. Oh, you know, I I just want more time, you know. And it's like, well, how long do you need?
2: Oh, I don't know when her pussy's going to be healed. Exactly. Guys. So, so the
1: he, here's the thing, and I get kind of where this is at with the other guys I'm talking about, uh, you know,
2: Welton and um, Jackson.
1: Yeah, exactly. So where they're just like, well, we're out here touring and we're making money for the corporation, right? And we're sending you a third of it. So when are you going to come back and earn your third share? Yeah well i'm gonna just kind of like stand on a hiatus indefinitely so just keep those checks coming fellas yeah (laughs) and they're just like well how long is this gonna last Uh, when you know when i feel like i'm ready to come back (laughs) you know you know this is you know what this is like this is like you having I don't know what unemployment pays these days, if it's 20 weeks or 50 weeks or two years or Mm -hmm. ever since this pandemic or whatever, I know the, the rules have changed a bunch of times, but at what point do you go, Hey, it's time to come back to work. Yeah. And it's like, we're cutting your unemployment off, you know?
2: Yeah. And a year, a year and 10 months, almost two years. That's a long time. It's like, what have you been doing? Well, I've yeah. kind
1: of enjoyed being at home and not having to tour and not having to drum and still make the same amount of money regardless. Yeah.
2: Have you guys go make the money and I get a third of it.
1: So I, I kind of get where that's at. I mean, six months, I might be able to live with that. Eight months, I'm starting to get sketchy. A year, it's just like, okay, it's been a year. Then a year and eight months, and you're going, yeah, I'm not coming back yet, fellas. And it's like, yeah, just keep, just keep touring. Just keep talking. Yeah. Yeah, send me my cut though.
2: Yeah, keep paying me though.
1: So so what what is the outcome here?
2: They don't say it's closed. Closed, uh, they're not saying what happened.
1: All right, is well, is there any more details there? It's just that they settled it. That's just it? that
2: they settled it. They're not saying for sure if he's coming back or not, or he can't be coming back.
1: Nah, he's probably not gonna there's probably too much bad blood there now.
2: Yeah. I mean, we've seen worse things happen, but they've, they've pretty much settled on that Casey Grillo guy. Yeah. And,
1: and the thing is, is so, so this happened in 17, you say? Yeah. All right. So, so this was five years ago, almost yeah. six years ago. Mm-hmm. Has he been actively playing or doing anything that you're aware of?
2: No. Remember, he was going to launch his own version of Queens, right? At one point,
1: (laughs) he got sued for that.
2: Yeah. So
1: I I don't get it. It's just like, uh, are you done playing? Are you just done done drumming? Is that the deal? Are are you just tired or is your body broken down? Are you just had enough?
2: Why do that? Why do I think they broke him off into a fourth share and said, here, we'll give you a four. We'll give you a quarter if you go the fuck away.
1: Yeah something like that
2: that's probably what happened they said look we're not going to pay you a full third yeah because
1: you you know you have you haven't been been part of the band in you know five years six years
2: they probably said look we'll give you 25 percent of everything we make if you just go away and don't make a big deal about it right stay out of the fucking press and that's why we get the it appears it's been settled, but nothing—nothing nothing about it.
1: Well, it might be the whole, like like we covered Hall and Oates. Mm-hmm. You know that that the uh, that it's sealed. Yeah. You know, and, but there's
2: a reason that it, that he would accept it being sealed, right? And that's because he got paid, right? That's all I'm saying is he yeah, got he, paid somehow. You no, know, he got a settlement of something, whether
1: mm-hmm. it's a one-time lump sum or whether he took a reduced percentage or something but apparently he's not ready to come back and start drumming again no do you think these
2: guys have enough money to give a a lump sum i don't know i mean queen drag still does okay and i know latori and grillo are not members at least they're not members of all this stuff all this stuff is just Eddie Jackson and Wilton and Rockenfeld.
1: What a shame that uh, a band that we like and really turned out a lot of brilliant music, you know, prior to the, I don't know, prior to the nineties. Yeah. Uh, was because I went back to and listened to a couple of the older stuff, you know, the warning and, um, that kind of stuff. And it was yeah. man, that was just like just get you to the bone sometimes. Dude, they
2: sometimes. were they were one of those 10-year brilliant bands. Yeah. But man, the nineties hit and they lost it completely.
1: <laughs> well, you know, the, the thing is is that the dynamic changed when uh you know when uh the Garmo left. I yeah. mean, I'm, I know the here and the now frontier was dog shit. Yeah. And you know, Promised Land was
2: they started to lose our promise, man. Although I love it, yeah. But yeah, the the here and now was terrible. That was when they lost focus. When they yeah. were just like, okay, yeah. we're gonna write three minute songs yeah. now. Yeah.
1: And, what? You know, and I saw them at Blossom. You know, <laughs> they they toured early, mm-hmm. very early for outdoor shed shows. Yeah. This was like in April, I think. I think I think this was like April already. Mm-hmm. There. They were touring and it was I just remember it was so cold and rainy and then another
2: rainy night.
1: Yeah, and I believe that tripping daisy opened up for them. And gear. Yeah, gear. Remember
2: and, with the frisbees? <laughs> yeah,
1: and, and they they played at Blossom and they only sold like half the pavilion. Yeah, it was it was at, pretty oh, empty. Yeah, so there was nobody on the lawn, of course. And then half the pavilion was fulfilled i was in front row because the tickets were available i think i got comped on that one sure but uh regardless of that uh, jeff tate was having vocal issues and i think he canceled they canceled canceled
2: the next night yeah
1: next night at river bend in uh cincinnati Mm -hmm. and uh you know it was just what's going on here
2: yeah yeah they fell apart they definitely did Jim, you are just a fucking dummy.
1: That' <laughs> what he said.
2: Latori stinks. Latori is great.
1: Yeah, if if you didn't know it was Latori and you had blinders on and yeah. didn't see or or know, you you would you would go, oh yeah, Jeff sounds great.
2: Jeff's back.
1: Yeah, you would say that if you, he sounds if,
2: great if you, live. If
1: you, <clears throat> if you weren't aware it was Latori, you would you would say that it was Jeff.
2: Yeah. Now yeah, his yeah. his politics are dicky, Garrett. but he's great live. I'll never take that from that man. That man is fucking amazing live.
1: Yeah. Yep, he and uh, Dee Snyder could team up on their politic tour.
2: Yeah, Just saying stupid shit to her.
1: Right, along but, with Sebastian Bach. Yeah, but I'd go
2: true. see that show because it would be good. <laughs> it
1: would be the, it would be instead of the three tenors, it would be the three liberals.
2: And the three tumors.
1: Yeah. It would be, be Latore, Sebastian Bach, and Dee Snyder.
2: Yeah. I'd see that.
1: Saying how much they hate, uh, you know, guns and how much they hate yeah. freedom and how much they hate low taxes and how much they hate, uh, you know,
2: uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: legal immigration.
2: Yeah. Well, I, tell me you wouldn't go to that show, though.
1: I would. Well, if it wasn't like an overwhelming uh political statement, yeah, of course, if they were just playing their songs.
2: I'd be there in a minute. Sure. I'm looking for a toddlatory video. Yeah, if you
1: if you were to uh like I said, if you were to be blindfolded or you were to aware that there was a singer change and you go, Well, here's Jeff and uh you know, nineteen 19- or 2000 something and right. you not aware that there was a different singer you would have gone
2: yeah that's queens right man yeah you want to hear some latori yeah go ahead we're gonna I'm, I'm rolling the dice that this will sound good all right On, where's he at singing? I can't see him singing. Here we go. Come on, that's pretty good.
1: Well, like I said, if if you weren't aware, yeah, you, you would not know the difference. Jim's just a bull. Jim's full of shit. So who's that second guitarist? Is that Stone?
2: I think it's Mike Stone.
1: Really? Yeah. yeah. He, he looks so much different than you know when he was in the band and uh, when he it, had the
2: Eric Ferentinos hair.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, he, he's he's all bulked up now, and he mm-hmm. looks, he looks all rocker and shit. Yeah, but when he was with them back in the mid to uh, mid to late two thousands, yeah, uh, you know he he kind of had a whole weird look thing going on with him. Yeah, he and did. And he, he, he used to wear headphones on stage. Yep, remember that?
2: Mm hmm. Yeah, he had a weird weird look going, but yeah. I, I, again, I'm not I'm not the biggest fan in the world of Todd, but live, come on, he murders it live, man. I mean, I've I've seen it a few times now and it is really good live.
1: Well, he covers the old stuff mm-hmm. extremely well. Yeah. You know, he does. He, he covers the, the early records and the early songs mm-hmm. almost verbatim.
2: Yeah, he does. He does a great job.
1: You know, I've seen them, uh, let me see, one, two, three, at least four times with mm-hmm. the Tory. Right, and when they sing the old stuff, even from the first EP, yeah, just he nails it when he does like uh, Queen of the Reich and stuff like that. It's like holy shit! Mm -hmm. Like, I'm I'm glad he's doing what he's doing because he sounds great.
2: Yeah, me too.
1: You know, and especially some of the songs that uh, you know that I like, like Take Hold, the Flame, and stuff like that. Can't beat it. Tina Turner.
2: Shut up. Tina Turner. Shut it. (laughs) Tina Turner. Turner.
1: (laughs) Why why Tina Turner? (laughs) I don't even understand the comparison. I don't
2: either. Jim's just a boob. He's just a boob. Bizarre. Well, here, let's listen to some Deep Purple, then. All right. Let's get that up. deep purple in 2023 let's see how good this sounds might be awesome that sucks i wanted it to be terrible and it wasn't
1: (laughs) well what i don't understand i don't see any chance uh in the chat room that no john lord no deep purple
2: no of course not how come i don't see that
1: no john lord no deep purple
2: no i just wanted ian gillen to sound terrible and he didn't god damn it I, I was hoping for something. <laughs> yeah, I, I,
1: think, I think when John Lord passed away in 2002, that should have been the end of Deep Purple. I without, think it
2: should have ended with Perfect Strangers. Yeah.
1: No John Lord, no Deep Purple. I'm sorry. It's done. That's right. It's over. No keyboardist, no Deep Purple. That's right. Don Airy can't hold a candle to John Lord.
2: Nope. Fake band. Fake band.
1: Yeah, fake keyboardist. Fake 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 not listening la 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 <laughs> la 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 i'm not listening if it's not mm-hmm. John lord i'm not listening not, forget uh, john
2: lord it's not richie blackmore yeah it's steve not morris. the king
1: steve morris
2: right i think or that might even be the guy that replaced steve morris because didn't Morse quit morris had enough of their bullshit too <laughs> they are lip syncing anyway i don't think so that sounds pretty authentic
1: That sounds pretty live
2: to me yeah it sounded pretty live yeah simon mcbride
1: oh, oh that's a new that's a new guitarist
2: yeah i don't know if that's him or not but oh, that's who the it. guitarist is okay
1: i wasn't aware
2: who gives a shit
1: <laughs> i didn't even know deep purple was still touring i thought they we're on the retirement tour or something. I thought oh, they no. called it a, a day like a year ago or so.
2: Well, they should, but they're not. Oh, they I haven't they, yet.
1: Weren't they? Weren't they retiring or something?
2: I thought they were, but you know, I don't know. I don't know. So,
1: like Leonard Skinner, they called it retirement, and then they go, hey, you know, fuck it. We're gonna people fuck still, it. Are, still people are still showing up, even mm-hmm. though no original band members and Skinner." we're still gonna play
2: yeah we'll still do the shows why not
1: we we said we were gonna call it a quits but fuck it you know people yeah. don't want us to go away we're not going away no not at all we, even though the last surviving member of the current band is dead now we're yeah we're, we're still gonna play
2: well yeah well those other guys have been around a while so it, that that's good enough
1: yeah you know it's well, just like
2: we, foreigner why not
1: yeah well yeah but Mick Jones is still alive. I, I know that he doesn't perform, but like one out every 10 shows or so shit. but yeah. yeah. Well, fuck it.
2: Fuck but it. I, it's still I, foreigner.
1: I think foreigners calling it a day too. Supposedly.
2: Yeah. Two, a two year Four. final tour. And then they're done
1: until they decide it's two years is too short.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: It's like, you know, there's still a demand out there, dude. And people are still showing up. And you know why should we retire? We're not we're not done yet. That's right. <laughs>
0: The ever-evolving world of music. Artists need to reach their audience faster than ever before. Introducing two immersive for you, the Emmy-nominated pioneers in viewership experience. We've revolutionized the way music artists share their material with the world. Our groundbreaking AI engine generates stunning visuals that bring your music to life. Imagine having your own personalized music video, perfectly synchronized to your unique sound in a matter of hours, not weeks. With Too Immersive For You, it's now a reality. Get ready to unlock a new dimension of music visualization. Too Immersive For You, where music needs immersive visuals. Contact us now to discover how Too Immersive For You can elevate your music to new heights. www.musicvideoai.net.